When I was an army chaplain, my soldiers asked me all kinds of questions about God, life, relationships, the Bible, and answered them as best I could. They also called me Padre. Welcome to the Dear Padre podcast, where today we're going to talk a little bit about a word in Hebrew that you probably already know. The text today gives us a little Hebrew lesson. Um, we already use a lot of Hebrew words in English, um, mostly in church life, but sometimes outside of it. Um, hallelujah or Alleluia or is a Hebrew word means praise to Yah, Yahweh, praise to God. Amen means yes or so be it. Um, we say that word in, um, and that's a Hebrew word we say a lot in church, maybe other times as well. Um, and another one is mana, mana, mana. Um, what is it? What is it? And that's the, exactly what people said when they discovered this flaky, snow-like substance on the ground. God heard their complaints. He sent them quail. Um, the quail made them rather sick. And so this bread was given from heaven. I'm going to rain bread down from heaven. The source of the bread is heaven. Throughout the ages of church history, Christians and others, I guess, have uh, tried to figure out what substance this is that they're eating. It doesn't seem to be something that people could find today if you were looking for it. I went to a church, Presbyterian church in South Carolina when I was doing my, uh, my grad studies, doctoral studies, and uh, just visited one Sunday. And the children's sermon was about this text, manna. It must have been right after Easter or something. And um, the pastor said that it was probably the secretion of insects, um, like honey. You know, honey comes from bees, and um, other animals make similar kind of nectars. And that's probably what it was. You know, a horde of these little insects descend on the camp at night and leave this residue. Um, that would be cool if there was any other indications or stories like this, um, but there aren't any. So maybe it was insects. Maybe it was a plant blowing through. Or maybe it was bread that came down from heaven. It's hard to know. It has magical qualities, it's always just enough. If you gather too much and you put it in your basket, it will sink to the level of the basket. If you gather not enough, it'll rise to the level of the basket. It's similar to the um, jar of oil that the widow that Elijah visits has, that every time she pours it out, there is more to pour. Um, we often think in the real world, commodification of capitalism and our society and economy. And even before capitalism, people had, um, had scarcity and needs. <laughs> uh, we, anytime we frame something in a modern lens, we want to remember that these are not modern problems uh, at all. Do you have enough to eat is a basic human problem for throughout all the ages. And so uh, this idea that we have fixed in our minds that there's only so much and we have to get as much as we can. Um, and people had that back then too. This isn't anything new. 
They gathered as much manna as they could. They got all their kids and uncles and aunts and everybody together to gather our share of manna. And they gather this giant mound of manna. But in the morning, or when they bring it back, um, it's just the same size as everybody else's. What God is teaching God's people is that I'm going to feed you. That's what God is teaching, that I'm going to take care of you, that you don't have to worry when you're out here in the wilderness that you're going to have enough to eat. That is the basic um, need of their life. You have to have food to live. And God meets that need with this manna. What is it from heaven? Um, this is the, the mysterious and magical substance that, that keeps them going. They bake it into cakes, honey cakes, or something like that. And they're really, it's really good to eat. And it's to, it's to teach them that, that um, it's to teach them something about God. Um, that you shall know that I am the Lord, your God. Um, This is God's way of reaching out in a personal way to God's people and saying, I want you to know me. I want you to know who I am. At the heart of God is love. The Bible describes God in many different ways. God is like this. God is like that. God is a consuming fire. God is just. God um, practices all these things. But ultimately, at the heart of God is love. Um, This is what we see in the Holy Trinity, this dance of love between Father, Son, and Holy Spirit that goes on and on. And it was going on before we were all created. God was not needy in his creative work. Um, God was not desperate for more attention or more people or something like that in creation. God existed in perfection of love um, before the time and eternity. And so when we are in love, and we experience love, and when we feel that love of kindness, that love of graciousness, that love of a gift, the love of someone that listens to us, the love that, um, that, that helps us through something, all of that love, when we experience that love, we are experiencing what God experienced from time and eternity. And that is what God wants these creatures that are dependent on bread to find out that this is how God loves. God meets our needs, and God can meet our needs. The prayer of Jesus is, give us this day our daily bread. Um, This is what God was teaching, that I'm going to give you enough for today. If you try to save up too much, it'll go away. If you don't gather enough for whatever reason, it'll rise to meet the level that you need. This is the message of God. God is always smashing our economic systems of scarcity with generosity. Whenever we say there's only enough for me, we know that we have bought into the devil's lie, that ultimately in God, there is abundance. God will create abundance where there is nothing, whether it's a desert, a wilderness. This wandering the desert is the wandering of all of humanity, and that's where God feeds us because he wants us to know him. He wants us to be known as well. So this is really a wonderful um, visual reminder, and they never forget this. When it comes to um, building the Ark of the Covenant in a few chapters, they're going to take some of this manna, what is it, and put it in the Ark of the Covenant. A reminder of how God fed them in the wilderness. Sometimes you need reminders of that. Was Maybe you're in a wilderness right now. You're not sure what's happening. It seems pretty bleak. There doesn't seem to be a lot of food, um, emotional, spiritual, whatever it is. 
available for you, and there's scarcity. God will feed you in that wilderness with what you need. Maybe you you can look back at a time when you were in a wilderness before, a time of great scarcity and need, a time of great desperation and anxiety. Did God feed you in that wilderness? How did God feed you? It's good to reflect on that, to put a little bit of that manna in the ark for a reminder that God is always there for us. God never leaves us nor forsakes us, always gives us our daily bread, no matter what happens around us. Amen. Be with you and also with you, let us pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. Almighty and everlasting God, who in the Paschal Mystery established the new covenant of reconciliation, grant that all who have been reborn into the fellowship of Christ's body may show forth in their lives what they profess by their faith through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. And on 101, Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you for the honor of your name. Amen.